Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, welcome to the Dragon's Lair! Ding, ding! <laughs> it is time for hell in a cell! <laughs> Hi. I'm at a disadvantage. Why? I can't hear it's, it's out of my it's, left ear. It's your fault because you didn't bring the headphones. These are the hoopiest headphones. Half-assed broadcast. I didn't not bring them. I don't own them. Jason Lloyd in for Tone today and tomorrow. Tone, his baby was born yesterday. They've named the baby Mason. You might want to remember that for later on in the show around 745. I'd rather Why? have the baby co-hosting. Right now, because I bet Jason ba- Lloyd walked in and goes, Mitchell. He called him Mitchell. <laughs> Bring me my headphones. You you needed you needed headphones. Well, first off, Mitchell and I had our first like knockdown drag out uh, before the fun. show because I right before know, I walked in five forty eight. Oh, we have two second trivia today. Oh, we do, do we? Okay, <laughs> all right. And so there was a there was an exchange of ideas uh, about two second trivia at that moment. Uh because it's, folks, we kind of have a log jam going on today, but there's a good reason for it. We have Shams, Cham Sharanya coming up. Sharanya, close enough. You said Sharanya. I to set me. you up. It's Sham Sharanya. The three. I two, said it the right one. way. <laughs> it's Shams Sharanya. Sham Sharanya joins us at eight twenty. I don't know why I have to write it right now. Uh the Athletic. From the Athletic NBA Insider, we'll talk to him at eight twenty this morning. Two second trivia at seven forty five. But Mitch and I had a back and forth, an exchange, a zesty exchange of ideas. There was a fourth with. At, Sad, uh, I missed it at seven at, because we have two second trivia at seven forty five, and then you walked in. So Mitch is running around all over the place. You can tell he's perturbed. <laughs> you can tell it, and then Jason comes in. I need headphones. <laughs> Well, and it wasn't just that Mitch was perturbed by that. Mitch also got the uh, got the nice elevator treatment to start. Oh the yeah, you got stuck in the elevator, today. boy. It's been a hell of a morning for you, That's, ain't it, Mitch? It's it's not. Uh, it wasn't as long as Owens was, but yeah, there was a minute there where I was panicking a little bit because yeah, I because I, I also got up a little late, so I didn't want to like get in uh, after five, which I unfortunately <laughs> did. Yeah. Well, well, well. Look at Mitchie. It happens. What are you going to do? Well, that's good and all, but I have my creamer, so that's all that matters. Yeah, and then he needed yeah. his creamer. What type of creamer do you got over there? Well, the 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 liquid good stuff is in the fridge back there. Andy you, knows Andy knows if I'm going to do the morning show, I need liquid creamer. You really need creamer. Yeah. 
He buys Sorry, it for I you. let you down. He bought it for you? Yeah. It's in the it's in the fridge over there. He never bought me. Well, I've never asked him. A producer from would. another station followed me in here to tell me your creamer is in the You can just say Eric. I didn't know. Eric his name. next door. You Eric's can say Eric, Eric next door. door. All right. I didn't yeah. know his name. I'm Eric sorry. McElroy put the gun away. Has done uh has done updates around here. I don't I'm not waving a gun in here. Not yet anyway. We'll see how the rest of the show goes. Oh, we got plenty Mitch, of time. I am I uh, guess around the uh Evan Mobley three. I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, guys. At 720, hell is frozen over. I'm just going to let you guys know this because I agree with Jason on something, but I uh, I thought it was... I, I agree with well, somebody else on something else, which I never thought I would, but here we are. What? Uh, nothing. I thought you were going to agree with me on the Evan Mobley thing, but I see what you nope. did there. Nope. I know what you agree with me. I nope. thought it was weird Jason wore a bandolier in here. We're going to do two things. We're going to get two birds stoned at once a little bit later Is on. Is that going to be like when Hogan and Macho Man formed the superpowers and then turned on each other? Well, and, you have lust in your eyes. And then <laughs> so, and then, you're, are you going to get hit with a, with a P-tray? Well, as long as you don't have lust in your eyes, nothing will happen here. But if you do, I'm going to be pointing in your face, and it's on at WrestleMania. Anyway, Mitch, I'm sorry about your experience being stuck in an elevator. No, it's all good. And we, and as far as the, the first knockdown dragout goes, it was kind of kind of one-sided on your end. I was just kind of sitting here. Well, Mitch, you know, I mean, he eventually. I am not. Oh, I like I'm, to be prepared for things. Yeah, that's that's fine. And I'm as cool as the other side of the pillow when it comes to this job. So I'm. You're never going to hear me raise my voice. Wow, in fuego. Listen to him. Challenge accepted. I'm not going to try to rattle this cage. Okay. <laughs> I try to rattle your cage. <laughs> some audio here. Speaking of Mitch, he found some audio for us. This is Diana Russini from the Athletic Football Show. Uh, for bronze fans, this is a fantastic thing. If, in case of emergency, this is a fantastic thing. Diana Russini, this is real. I cannot believe this. Uh, from the Athletic Football Show, this is on Monday, about Mike Vrabel and whether or not his physical size affected his job prospects. What is your sense of why like, Vrabel doesn't have a head coaching job right now? I don't think that there was a fit for him. I don't think he sat in front of any owner who thought that his style was going to work for what they were looking for. Do you know I had a GM at the Senior Bowl who mentioned to me Vrabel's physical build, that he's a very large human being and can be very intimidating to, to people in an organization that are going to be part of these decisions. And that is a factor, which... I left. I said, stop. That That's not something that's real. Who cares what someone physically looks like? And he said, I'm just telling you, I've been I've been in rooms. And, and somebody's physical presence can make a difference. I, mean, I, I think that's crazy. I think that's absolutely nuts. Yeah. I, but there, I, she is saying that deadpan serious. Yeah, I know. And, I mean, listen, Diana talks more people in the NFL than I do, and she's a, a colleague, so I'm not going to go against her. Ah, colleague, yes. But I think Vrabel's sitting out for the Ohio State job. I don't think it has anything to do with size. That's a different conversation. I will say, Mike Vrabel is a massive human being. That part is true. So Mitch did the yeoman's work, and he found us the heights this is of awesome. the 32 coaches now in the NFL. Was well, there was, before or after you berated them? There's a couple of non-applicables. This is before. Okay. Uh, a couple of ones we don't know yet. Mike McCarthy looks like Humpty Dumpty. Uh, Raheem Morris, I have no idea. Dan Quinn uh, looks like a hell's angel. Brian Callahan, I'm just upset because he's he's not. Bill Callahan's a lot smaller than you'd think. Yes. 
He is a lot smaller than you you would assume. The shortest, are you ready for the shortest coach in the NFL? According to this list. Does not carry himself like the shocking. shortest coach. This coach. is shocking to me. Kevin Stefanski, by the way, listed at 5'11". He is with Sean Payton and Matt LaFleur at 5'11". Which is interesting because Lima, who's the king of saying 5'11", will say that people will either list themselves at 5'10 or 6'. Nobody lists themselves at 5'11". Three NFL coaches are willing to do so. All offensive minds, by the way. All right, the shortest coach in the NFL, 5'7", Mike Tomlin. Does not carry himself like 5'7". And I got to tell you, I've never been in the same room as Mike Tomlin. I have. You have. Yeah. I, obviously, you have. I would not have pegged him at 5'7". I, I mean, I'm not tall by any means. I didn't think you were shorter than me. I, that is unbelievable to me. Wait, you're F- claiming to be taller than 5'7"? I'm 100% taller than 5'7". I mean, not by I would have leaps assumed, and bounds. I would have assumed that that Mike McDaniel was the was the uh, shortest coach. He's 5'9". He's yeah. actually taller than Mike Tomlin. Uh, coming in at 6'5", this is the two tallest coaches in the NFL. Dan Campbell. All right. Well, if you're looking at the people who hire you, John Dorsey, Brad Holmes. I mean, these are Cro-Magnon men here. <laughs> these are big gentlemen. I could totally believe, yes, he walks in. You see a 6'5", Adonis. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, Dan Campbell's in terrific shape. Dorsey's I mean, he 6'2". Is, so. He is a man. Yeah, I mean, but Dorsey, Dorsey's, I mean, he just exudes manliness. There right. is, There is nothing... <laughs> sensitive about John Dorsey whatsoever. I mean, he's a good person on. He's a really nice guy. He actually really is. like he was talking about playing in the ice bowl. Yes. I mean, at any point, I thought talking to John Dorsey that he'd go, do you want to go wrestle? Do you think you could beat me in a wrestling match? Like, I always thought he'd be that way. Yes. Uh, So Dan Campbell to the Lions, I mean, makes perfect sense. 6'5", big dude. I get it. I had no idea Kevin O'Connell is 6'5". That shocked me. From the Vikings. That shocked me. He doesn't that feel 6'5". Do we play them here next year? Do we have the Vikings uh, at all or no? Maybe we don't. No, I don't think so. Because I'm like, so. I got to get a look at this guy. They were just on the schedule a couple years ago. So Mike Vrabel clocks in at 6'4". Sean McDermott, who they called Lil Red in Philadelphia, is 6'4". I think, I don't know. I, this, I don't think it, it just doesn't make any sense. Look at the people who are hiring people, though. All right. You have a new... You have David Tepper in, Ke- in Carolina. David Tepper wants his power. It's actually believable. Uh, Mark Davis. Mark Davis kept Antonio Pierce. Mark Davis looks like a Cabbage Patch doll. So he might have been intimidated by by Mike Vrabel. Uh, the Chargers. I really don't know what the Spanos is, is, is to look like. Tom Telesco's no longer there. Jim Harbaugh is 6'3", but it's Jim Harbaugh. There's an aura around Jim Harbaugh, no matter what anybody wants to say. Arthur Blank will hire anybody that will help his football team. Yes. I actually do believe Arthur Blank wants to win. Yes. Oh, he's 82 years old. He's desperate to win. Yeah, but I thought he wanted to win when he was 70. Well, yeah. Like, I thought he, he But he now was, it's yeah. really. Yes. And he also looks like the count. Um, Washington, we said Dan, Dan Quinn. I don't know. I think if you closed your eyes and you had Dan Quinn, you'd just think Ron Rivera. But either way. Uh, Tennessee, of course, they let him go. Seattle went and got Mike McDonald. I could, how could, it, now I don't know that Mike, Mike Frable, I don't believe, interviewed for Seattle. He didn't interview, no. right? No. 
Okay. I don't, I don't know that he agreed with anyone. Did and New England, see, this is what I understand. Like, New England, like, that was an agreed-upon deal last year that Gerard Mayo will eventually take over right. as head coach of the Patriots because they extended one year, a, a, a candidate for another job last year. And they, and they, pull, they pulled him back. Yeah, yeah, they came to an extension on him and all this other stuff. And so there, there was an agreed-upon thing that he'd be the head coach. See, this is where I just – I don't know if it washes. I mean, if you want a football guy, 6'4", and I'm guessing Mike Vrabel's probably in the neighborhood at 230, 250. Mm, keep going. He's, no, he's heavier he's a, than that. He's massive. He's massive. He was doing – this is my best Mike Vrabel story. Last year at the owners' meetings, there's one night where it's a black tie dinner. and Well, not black tie, but it's, it's formal. And – uh, it's the the whole league is open and the reporters can mingle with the owners and the coaches and the GMs and everybody's hammered. Yeah. And Robert Kraft is there with a 19 year old and whoa, it's just, whoa, whoa. I said 19. Hey, hey I said, hey, I said 19. Hey. Oh, okay. I understand, Reckless but still, I didn't say 17. I said 19. I don't say anything about Leonardo DiCaprio. She was, so I'm just saying at least 19. Yeah, go ahead. So it's just a fun night. Did you check her IDs? IDs or what? <laughs> what is going on? And at the end of the night, Vrabel, <laughs> after uh, a few champagne glasses, and I can't remember who the other coach was, basically does fat guy in a little coat, and they trade blazers. And here's massive Mike Vrabel in this tiny little jacket. I thought he was going to split it down the seams. He is a mountain of a man. I would have guessed actually bigger than 6'4". Really? Like, he's every bit of 6'4". Is there an aura to it? Yeah, that he walks. I like, mean, I, I would, it's not you wouldn't not hire him because of it, but he definitely well, is saying. a he is a hulking presence, like a person's aura that that goes around them. There's like okay, larger than life type yeah. of person, and, and Mike Vrabel might be that guy. Um, I'm getting pushback that Mike uh, that Mike Tomlin is five seven. There's pictures of him standing next to Cam Hayward. I'm telling you, I I, I never would have guessed he's shorter than me. I mean, he's not huge. Five seven is short. Man. Yeah, five seven is really, 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 really short. He's. I. I don't think that's accurate. I don't think it's accurate. There are people taking pictures of him next to Mike or Sean McDermott. And they're like, he's taller than Sean McDermott. Sean McDermott is listed as six four here. Is he the one who's six four? And, my, and Sean McDermott is five. I don't know. I'm not going to impugn Mitch no, Spinelli. Tomlin's have, not six four. I have typed in Mike Tomlin height, and it varies from. Yep. Five nine six one six five five seven. Call, this is a, this is a thing. Call Pony. Get wake Pony his on the wake phone. his dead ass up. Right get here. Pony on the phone and get him in to see how tall Mike Tomlin really is. He's gonna it's love about that. time he did something. But yeah, it's about time he woke his ass up. Because I don't think that there's anything there. Uh, Andy Reid is six three two fifty, and immediately Owen thought there's no way he's only two fifty. No. Now, I that was, those were his measurements from the punt, pass, and kick contest. <laughs> hey, he did good in that. He did. Did he win it? <laughs> yeah, because yeah. he was 6'3", 250, and the next <laughs> biggest kid was 5'1", 48. <laughs> well, you know, what are you going to do? So, I, I had to push back on it. I think there's a possibility Andy Reid could be in the neighborhood of 250. And this is why. He's 6'3", so there's a little taller, so you would stretch out the 250. And then he put his other However, foot on the scale. he's an old man now. He's in his 60s. Yeah. So he might not be 250. He might be like 270, 280. Okay? Which is a 30-pound difference, which is a pretty big difference. I'll give you. But I don't think people understand, like, when you get old, you start to get, like, deflated. Like, I told you, have you ever seen Parcells at the Hall of Fame speech? 
there's like jowls there. Yeah. Now Parcells was always known as a big person, but there's like this. It's it's like a it's like a Sharpay dog. Like there's just like this flabbiness. Let the air out of the balloon. Yeah, there's flabbiness there, but it's not like it's not thick and heavy. If you get, if, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, at all, I do, then? but I still don't believe for a second he's two fifty. He might be in the neighborhood. Can I? The first number is a three. No, yes. I don't think that Andy Reid yes. weighs three hundred pounds. Hundred percent, yes. Like he's six three. He weighs three hundred pounds. Yeah. Yes. I don't think Andy Reid weighs three hundred pounds. I think you look at his mustache and you just assume he weighs three hundred no. pounds. No, I look at the rest of him and know that he weighs three hundred. pounds. He looks pounds. like a walrus. So I think and they weigh three hundred pounds. Oh, they weigh more than that. Yes. I don't know if he weighs 300 pounds anymore. It looked like he lost a little bit. He still got those big calves, though. Well, we've been talking still- about we've been talking about bodies for a while here. This is some pretty interesting. Well, he's got stuff. that fat quarterback. He does. He does have a bit of a heavy quarterback in there, according to a lot of other people. I don't think Mike Tomlin's five seven. Either way, I, I still I told you it's a break glass in case situation, where it's like, all right, I'd give him anything he wanted to come back up here. If he wanted to be the head coach up here. Now, you might be right. He might be holding out for the Ohio State job. But I don't know, man. They got all that talent. I don't know if they're necessarily going to want to make a move like that. Well, Vrabel can sit out a year and get back in. That will be no problem at all. It's true. And he can take a year, recharge. And if he, I don't know if he has any interest in Columbus or not. I don't know. But if he does, now's the perfect time to wait. Because if they lose to Michigan next year, he's gone. So just take a year. Go golfing. Try on small jackets, drink heavily, and wait. Drink heavily and wait. Drink heavily and wait. And if if Ryan Day keeps his job and if he's not interested in that, then get back in the NFL cycle a year from now. We go around Super Bowl 58 coming up at 8 o'clock, and Sham Sharanya is going to join us at 8.20 this morning from the Athletic NBA Insider. Shams. Sham Sharanya. See, I was saying it right. No, you weren't. No, I was saying it right yesterday, and you threw me off. I had said it right and learned to say it right. And then you messed me up. Always blaming you did everyone it on else. Purpose. Can't ever take credit for your own actions. Coming up next, there's a new expensive platform to watch sports. Ken Carmen, Jason Lloyd, in for Tone Master General, live on the fan. Now, the Ken Carmen Show with Anthony Lima give their thoughts on what you might have missed about last night. Speaking of Joe Flacco, there's a little bit of a conversation update coming up during about last night here. Remember, Sham Sharan, you're going to join us 820 this morning, the latest on your Cleveland Cavaliers and whether or not they're going to be active in the trade market. We'll have Jason's opinion on that coming up here momentarily. However, we have a new streaming platform to watch sports, ESPN, Fox, and Warner Brothers, which is also Warner Brothers Discovery, have announced plans yesterday to launch a new sports streaming platform that is going to be coming out in the fall that will include offerings from at least 15 networks. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And all four major professional sports leagues here in the United States, the NFL, the NBA, Major League Baseball, and the NHL. It says, quote, this new sports service exemplifies our ability as an industry to drive innovation. That's David Zasloff of Warner Brothers Discovery. Will you pay Will you pay for this brand new streaming service? I. This is the wild, wild west right now in terms it of is. how they're doing all this. It's basically cable, yeah. We used to steal everything, but actually I signed up for uh, YouTube TV. I love it. So I don't know, like, I mean, I don't want to do Congratulations on all your success. No, shut up. I don't want to do a promo for YouTube TV, but like 73 bucks a month, you get all that already. So what are you really getting? You know what I mean? I don't understand what this is offering that I won't get on YouTube. I have no answer for you. Oh, no, no, that's what I'm saying. I just asked you the question. But I'm, I'm just, I'm confused. And now, yeah, and, there no. was, and there was a report in January that NFL's buying a stake in ESPN. Well, so okay. how does that tie into all well, of this? Well, I don't have YouTube TV, all right? I have, I have regular standard spectrum. Yeah. However, I do have ESPN Plus. I do I, have... We have that too. Congratulations on all your success. So if I, if I have ESPN Plus, will I just go from ESPN Plus to this? Well, this is going to be a lot more expensive than ESPN Plus. Well, how much is this going to be? I don't uh, see a price uh, right now. What's ESPN Plus? Like 10 bucks a month? The networks include offerings. You ready for this? Yeah, it's like nine ninety nine. Yeah. ESPN, ESPN Plus, ESPN2, ESPNU, SEC Network, ACC Network. Yeah, for how long? Uh, NB- ESPN News, ABC, Fox, FS1, FS2, Big Ten Network, TNT, TBS, True TV, and Sports Channel. No, I made up the last one, but everything else Sports is right Channel. there. Everything else is right there. That's a lot. Yeah. That is 15 linear networks right there, friend. The only thing I don't get on YouTube TV is Bally's. Bally's is not part of YouTube TV, but YouTube has everything that my family needs. Yeah, that's another thing. I need, I need the... I mean, Cavs and Guardians, I need... I, right. You, you got to figure out a way to and get it, this And it done. seems like they've had a lot of problems with that Bally's Plus package. Yeah, it's... I... Yeah, I don't... You know, we, can, we know people over there. I don't want to rip it. I, but, but there's it's plenty the, of fans who want to rip it. So, But they're trying to figure it out. Like, again, nobody knows where this is going right. It's sort of like college football and NIL deals. Like, yeah. it's just scramble and find shelter and get what you can right now until this thing is sort of streamlined or regulated a little bit more. Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas, a big week for Las Vegas. Their mayor, Carolyn Goodman, she's been mayor since 2011. She's been doing a series of interviews, including... Uh, on a podcast for Front Office Sports yesterday, and she believes that the A's, this is the mayor of Las Vegas, she believes the A's should stay in Oakland. We have a very large complex, probably about 60 acres. We probably could cobble together more land so they could possibly have 100 acres. And it's in the historic old part of town, which is where all major interstate highways come together. We have seven access points to it. It is in an opportunity zone. There are all these benefits. And so when they said no, I thought, Hmm, this doesn't make sense. And so why is it happening? 
And then I thought, well, because they really want to stay in Oakland. They want to be on the water. They have that magnificent dream. And yet they can't get it. Would it be a good thing if the A's do, in fact, move to the Tropicana? I personally, I'm not talking about anybody else anywhere else in this community. I personally think they've got to figure out a way to stay in Oakland to make their dream come true. And I was wondering, what could that possibly be? Audio courtesy of Front Office Sports and technically 19 News. Um, and new mothers. And new mothers. Well, she's not a new mother. She's had a mother before. Are you a new mother again when you've had your second child? Is that how that yes. goes? I don't know how it works. Yes. Is there a new baby? Is the baby new just because it's got one before it? Yes, yeah, a, a new, new baby. baby. It's a new mother. Mm. Yes. Yes. Is Patrick Mahomes a new Super Bowl champion if he wins on Thursday or on yes, Sunday? Yes, he's yeah. the latest one. Okay. Are you newly married if you're divorced? So like when you bought your truck, were you a new truck owner? No, I've owned trucks before. I have a head so for not that truck and an eye for trucks. So you yeah, but I, I own a truck. new truck like they have a new well, baby. Well, he actually owned a truck before that, too, that was very nice. It was almost too nice, you would say, and he gave it back. It was too nice for him. Opulence. <laughs> I've never really got into that story on the air. I've never well, really done what? that. We're here. <laughs> One day I'll tell the story. Oh, we got time. Yeah, today ain't going to be the day. And maybe it will. We'll see how today goes. Maybe tomorrow when you put your feet up on the desk and I get really mad at you. Anyway. um, <laughs> Oh, that's I'm happening gonna, today. Do you think that the Oakland... Uh, it takes two to tango. Oakland won't work with them. I mean, that's a whole thing about it. Like... It's just, this poor franchise can't... Even the new home is saying we don't want you. <laughs> well, we, you know, Go back where yeah. you came from. And on social media, it's like a big thing because there's always the big fight. Everybody's talking tough on social media. So it's just like, let the billionaires pay for their own bleeping stadiums. Like that type of thing. And I'm going... Wait a minute. They say they're reinvesting it. I need to see. Well, this doesn't work in social media because it has to be right now. Yeah. Okay. What did they invest in and how does that work in 25 years? Did that make the city of Oakland more revenue? Was it a better place to live for what they invested in? Because that's their whole thing. We are investing in X, Y, and Z instead of professional sports. Right. Well, in 25 years, I need to see where it makes more sense for the city of Oakland. I can't do that now. So I can be questioned. I can certainly question the owners of the Oakland A's. And whatever ideas that they have. But I also think that I can question what just the hell's going on in the city of Oakland. Of course, I've never been there, so what the hell. Moving on. Uh, Guardians tickets go on sale on February 16th, 216. And that is at 10 a.m. And the reason I bring that up, folks, there is no box office this year. You have to buy all tickets digitally. And the reason is, is because of the uh, construction going on over at Progressive Field. So there is no box office. So you can't physically go over there and buy the tickets. You got to buy them digitally. I wonder if they'll ever go back to a box office. Are they keeping the box office? Once you do this, whoever goes back to the way it was. We're all going cashless. Anyway, could Joe Flacco come back? Well, here's Terry Pluto. If he's going to be in the mix for a starting QB derby, somewhere he would take that if he's not going to be in it if he's going to be a backup i think the browns would have to be at the front of that line yeah, right because he's, he's already also, here he knows yeah. what he's getting into and he's it's a good situation and he seems like he really likes it i, I think we're trying to wish for something that's just not going to happen i think it would be a bad idea to bring him back i'm on record for months saying that you i think don't, it would be a bad idea i think it's you, you for multiple reasons football i don't think he wise, can come back football wise i think it'd be a tremendous idea but i well, they're for changing everything the, else i agree with you they're changing the entire offense oh, that's a good point too and, Nobody wants to admit that, but it's true. Yeah, and he 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 was too good here, and I I don't I just think it would cost there would it, it would I I honestly think it would split the locker room if you bring him back. I have one more 
I totally agree with you, by the way. I have one more little announcement for about last night coming up next, because I have to get this off my chest. It is a sensational, sensational thing for the city of Cleveland. That coming up next, and I absolutely believe Nick Wilson would do this. Ken Carmen, Jason Lloyd, and for Tone, live on the fan. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Friday, November 22nd, this fall, they've added the date. Creed comes to Cleveland. I am excited. I wanted to put this in about last night. We ran out of time. I go, I got another announcement I have to make. Mark your calendar, folks. One of the greatest earworms of all time, Creed. Totally agree. <laughs> more people love Creed than would admit it. Oh, a lot of people. Well, way more. These, they are, they're the Elvis of butt rock. This is as good as it gets, man. Scott Staff out there. Oh, man. I got, it's Friday. I got to go. It's after high school football season. What's the date? I was sneezing. I was Friday, missing. November 22nd. Well, I might take Wednesday the 20th off and go up to Little Caesars and then do a tour tour with Creed? (laughs) Do that? They're in Grand Grand Rapids on the 19th. Them, Nickelback, a few others. They're the bands that everybody secretly likes that they all tell everybody they hate. That's starting to come back around, though. Because I think people are finally secure enough in that generation, guys who are probably, like Mitch has, Mitch is too young. Do you have any idea about Creed Mitch I I mean there was that resurgence last year when the Texas yeah. Rangers used them to uh to will themselves to the World Series I mean that's my greatest extent to the band although I've known them for a long time mm-hmm. I think the halftime show with the with the Dallas Cowboys that on too. Thanksgiving would probably be the best for a lot of people like you can know of them but the experience in that time when I was in college when Owen was in the Air Force when Jason was doing God knows what with God knows who there were a lot of people who in Atlanta. who listened. That wasn't that long ago. To uh, there were people who listened to Creed but didn't want to admit it, and then they all said they hated Creed. Now people are a little bit more self secure, and they're going, you know what? I like Creed. Now do Wonderwall Good stuff. Uh, I had a girlfriend who said that that was our song. <laughs> well, I believe. Hey, you like that? Buddy? Is she now your wife? No. <laughs> Cleveland's no. foremost authority on Oasis is sitting in that room no. over there, so. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Mitch? No. Oh, oh, that's right. He loves Oasis. Yeah. Yeah, girlfriend in high school said Wonderwall is our song. I went, okay. Whatever. What'd you do to it? You don't got to tell you about that. <laughs> you don't got to tell you about any of that. We don't play that greasy. Girl. You're the one who brought it up. Well, I'm just saying. No, you brought up Wonderwall. Yeah. I didn't bring up Wonderwall. You did. That's, you know, it's a good song. I don't wouldn't make it our song, but whatever. You know, it was high school. She could have said anything. I just wanted to say yes to anything at that time. <laughs> anyway, uh, 8 o'clock, we'll go around Super Bowl 58. Jay Binkley's going to join us. Kyle Madsen as well from the Sacramento Bee, Candlestick Chronicles podcast, and Josh Applebond from V-Sin. Uh, we'll talk about all the lines and everything coming up during around the Super Bowl 58 at 8, 8 o'clock. And then Sham Sharanya is going to join us at 820 NBA Insider. 216-474-0092. Nick had said that he would spend five dollars to $7,000 for a Super Bowl ticket oh yesterday. Oh, my God. Uh, I, I actually believe him because George Sedano from ESPN talked him into buying $200 tequila. So I go, this is a man who throws 
money around like Nichols. Like, he does not care. It's not the manhole cover thing. So I'm going, he would spend, like Keith goes, I can't believe he said he would spend five to $7,000 for a ticket. I go, this is a man for who absolutely one would. ticket? For one ticket. You right still now, have to get there. You have to sleep somewhere. You have to eat something. Right now, median price, or excuse me, cheapest ticket is fifty four seventy seven. Average price right now, because I think they might be counting some of the box seats, 9300 for a repeat Super Bowl just a couple of years ago and a two-time champion that's been there three out of four years. Uh, that's that's something. Can I tell you something? What? Being there is com- totally overrated. It's oh, I totally would agree. overrated. I, I, I've never been there, but I've never wanted but to. this is for the that first reason. time it's ever been in Vegas, right? Yes. So well, location yes. has a little bit to do with probably. it. Probably. A little bit. Yeah, probably. But this is the first time it's in a true travel destination, like a vacation. America's place. Well, Miami and San Diego and... I mean, Vegas isn't so. I don't know if I'd call that Vegas a vacation it's more a, than a it's bender. A tourist destination more than it's a forty-eight-hour bender. Yeah. yeah, a lot of adults go in there. A lot of adults with money who want to go there yeah, and be a part of the experience world. and do God knows what with God knows who. But I totally believe that Nick would would spend the five thousand to seven thousand dollars on a ticket to go to the Super Bowl. I did one Super Bowl, and it was like, okay, well, I don't need to do another one. Which one was it? The Bill, I'm, I'm sorry, Patriots, Rams. The okay. worst one. The worst one, 2019. It was awful. It was the Jared Goff Rams, oh, the like Patriots the one. That's when game? we got the stripper story. Yeah. Oh, that's it was right. The, yeah, in Atlanta. Boy, that's some real. The expose. That's I mean, a morally safer a journalistic shock, experience if I've ever I mean, heard of one. The numbers that story did. I read it. <laughs> I, I clicked on it. Uh, but I, I asked the question to Jason before the show. Would you want your team in the Super Bowl even if you knew they were going to lose? I'm talking as a fan. So your favorite team's the Browns. Would you want them in the Super Bowl even if you knew they were going to lose? Absolutely, yes. I said absolutely not. Why? Uh, because if 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 I'm going to lose, I'd rather not lose on the grand stage. I'd rather it be like I'd rather be heartbreaking for me, but not for everybody else. Part of the fun of the Super Bowl is the two weeks building up, leading up to it, the parties, would the it, excitement for the Browns. Would it? Yes. I'm not talking about going. I'm talking about everything. Being home, being in Cleveland. I it, I think it would the be a game nerve. itself would be excruciating. Yeah, but I think the lead up to it would be yeah, excruciating. I think the day, as a fan who's got to do this, uh, I do think the morning of that first time is just a gut wrenching experience of sure. emotions, right? And so, I don't know that I could do that. It might help me get through it going somewhere where there's endless opportunities to you know tamper those feelings and emotions for Owen <laughs> for Owen. I think it would be something where it, it, it does become old hat for the love of God. I mean, you're talking four out of the last five years. I mean, we're doing it, this year. We I have a full day scheduled before the Super Bowl. So you're kind of you, you become used to it. I, I would think even the second time I go, all right, I kind of know what to expect the two weeks leading up to it or whatever as a fan. But the, the first time the Browns go to the Super Bowl, the two weeks leading up, I mean, it's going to be it's going to be dead man walking. I'm going to be terrified the next two weeks. I'll be oh, excited, but I'm going to be terrified the next two weeks because losing on that stage, like I don't think it just becomes like, I don't think it just becomes like Patriots Bears at 85. Like I think it goes down in a horrific fashion. And if it goes down in a horrific Titans, fashion, Titans at the goal yes, line. I don't think, like if it's Kevin Dice, if it's Amari Cooper at the one yard line, I don't think my, my heart would just explode out of my chest. My point is that I, I I don't know how you could be anxious for two weeks leading up to it. I think you'd be excited and jubilant. I'd be anxious for two weeks. Well, I'd be anxious the for day two of, weeks. I get. But like, from the time they win the AFC championship until the morning of the Super Bowl, it's a party. 
if they win the AFC championship, if the Browns win the AFC championship at any given time, whether it's this year or 10 years from they now. They might have a parade after that and in I'm, between the AFC championship and the Super Bowl. There might fine. be a parade. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you from my personal thing, I'm going to tell you guys all this. I do my best. I've, I, I've never flat out lied. I've lied to myself in my emotions on the air, but I've never lied to you. Whatever I've said at that time is what I've absolutely thought. And I can say that with a stone cold straight face and you can bring me a stack of Bibles and whatever, whatever test you want to give me. At that moment, I believed exactly what I said. I ended up being wrong, or I ended up lying to myself because I'm too emotional of a boy. That would be a day where we would come in the day after, after the Browns won the AFC Championship game, going to the Super Bowl. I'm telling you guys this right now. If I'm still on the air, I will sit there, and I will do Super Bowl, Super Browns, and I will act excited, and I will be terrified. <laughs> I will be terrified the next two weeks. Clip this and save it. I will be absolutely, positively mortified 37 over years the next two weeks because I've never seen anything. My dad's a Dolphins fan. I've never seen the Dolphins in the Super Bowl. I've never seen the Browns in the Super Bowl. I sat there with my uncle. My uncle was a Cowboys fan, so I watched all three Cowboys Super Bowls with my uncle. And I was like, all right, I guess I'm kind of happy for him, but I don't care. Like, I've never really been with anybody who's felt that emotion. Like, uh, the Cavs winning the championship, that was exceptional. The, the Ohio State winning the championship in 2002, by the time they won it again, I really wasn't a fan anymore. But in 2002, that was amazing. But th- to have that moment, I remember it was, they were such an underdog for the Ohio State one that I was like, well, whatever happens, happens. It's been a nice year. And then when they got close and they could win it, like that's when your heart started pounding out of your chest. But the lead up to it was like, oh, we'll see how it goes. This, it's it's something I've never been to. It's something I've always dreamed of. I don't think I could physically take losing in the Super Bowl. I certainly couldn't do it emotionally. I don't know what I would do the Monday after the Super Bowl on the air if they lost it. 216-474-0092. Would you even want the Browns in the Super Bowl if you knew that they were going to lose? Jason says, yes, I say no. Absolutely. We'll get to you guys. 216-474-0092. And the worst thing you can call a player or a team. Coming up next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 